Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Danny Mac and Randy on this Christmas Eve 2020. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Joey, Joey Vitale, kind enough to join us. On a busy day, when you have uh, four kids, and Danny Mac has four kids too, it's a it's a busy day for Joey Vitale. Yet he uh, takes it upon himself to join us here on the morning show on 101 ESPN and your home of the blues. Uh, Joey, how are you doing? Hey, Randy, Danny. Good morning, guys. I'm doing really well. We had a get together with the with the family last night, and my mom, uh, God, God love her, she decided to get my kids kites in the middle of December. So my kids are literally outside right now trying to fly kites. It's like 15 degrees outside. But other than that, we're doing okay. (laughs) A little chilly to be doing that. A little windy to be doing that, Joey. Very windy, very chilly. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much bouncing from fixing one kite to the next. And then I got this doggone blow-up Rudolph. I'm kind of, are you guys in the blow up? So you, are you guys blow up guys? We don't have any in our front yard. I, I, I like looking at them, but me I too. don't have any. Yeah. Same with me. They have these new ones now. They're kind of like, so I have a Rudolph and he's got like a fuzzy, fuzzy fur. So it doesn't really look like that vinyl cheap blow up. So they're kind of, they're kind of taking it to the next level. I have neighbors who literally have just their whole yard full of blow ups. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting for sure. And then uh, a couple, it's becoming way more popular. You drive around, you see like these, these light up shows where they light up their garage with like the snowflakes and the kind of, I don't know. People are always being creative, but I love seeing the, love seeing the holiday decor all around the neighborhood. It's been good. So Joey, uh, you had the get together last night. You got Christmas Eve, you got Christmas tomorrow. You're a food connoisseur. Um, what what are you doing? What's on the table? Always spaghetti and meatballs, Dan. Always spaghetti wow. and meatballs at this house. You know, we, we've done it since my grandpa came over uh, to this country. We've always had spaghetti. He always makes sure everyone eats pasta first. He was really, he was a shyster when it came to meatballs. He didn't really give out meatballs because, you know, in, in, in Sicily, meat's expensive, right? So the pasta was cheap. So he was always kind of that frugal-natured man. So we'd always do the spaghetti and meatballs. So we still do that in his honor and to this day. We still turn on our favorite Christmas movie that started from my Nanu. Don't say Die start. Hard. Please don't say it's, Die Hard. It's, it's, it's close. It's close. It's The Godfather 1. Thank we you. Watch, we always watch The Godfather 1 <laughs> wow. on Christmas. I never forget. It was the first time I saw Blood. I think I was six. And my, my yes. grandpa, he couldn't <laughs> he speak a lot of that. English. That's why he loved the Three Stooges, because he loved the Three Stooges because he couldn't speak English, but he loved just seeing Curly get beat himself up, so he laughed so hard. And Godfather was the only other movie he liked, because half of it was Italian, so he could actually understand it. But I'll never forget all the grandkids would be huddled up. We had like 50 grandkids. They'd huddle up around his big sofa, his lazy boy, and he would talk throughout the entire movie. He said, Giuseppe, this is what a Robert De Niro. He 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 rubbed with the gun in the towel and making a noise. And making, I'm like, yes, Nani, I know. We've been watching this for 14 years. Straight. <laughs> the, towel, the towel goes around the gun. It, it, it mutes the gun so no one hears the gunshot. So 
that was kind of our, our go-to at the holiday season. You have made my Christmas. You know why? Why? Well, let me tell you why. So we were just going through our top movies. And I Christmas said movies. Christmas movies and Randy's trying to tell me that, you know, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. We're arguing about it. And I said, so if we're going to go a little bit off the beaten path, I said, then I've got to include my all time favorite movie ever, which is The Godfather. And he looked at me like I was insane. I got textures yelling at me. But if I got Joey Vitale to back me up unsolicited and say, hey, a Christmas, great Christmas movie, The Godfather, you have made my Christmas. You've made it. Well, so thank you, Joey. Listen, listen, Dan. Listen, I'm first of all, I'm happy to do that. But the second thing is, for all those doubters out there about Godfather not being a Christmas movie, what what does Godfather sum up? Godfather is the sum of what most of us find in the holiday season, which the only thing that matters is family and spending time with that family. This Godfather, this Don Coleone, he went after everyone to protect his family. I mean, that's 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 what the holiday season is all about, is family. And I can't think of a better movie that signifies that than The Godfather. And the point I made was that in Godfather 1, you know, there's there's Pacino with Kay, and they're, they're Christmas shopping before he really turned into the nasty Michael Corleone. But before he did that, you know, he's, he's Christmas shopping. So I got some Christmas in there. You got some Christmas in there without question, you know. And, and then to me, yeah, you're right. It's what it's... Uh, it's what it's all about. Listen, we all got a wolf and a sheep living up in that brain. And That's unfortunately right. for Al Pacino, his, his wolf ate his sheep most of his life. But you know what? Again, it was for his family. It's what the holidays were about, guys. Thank you, Joey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Joey Vitale with us on Christmas Eve on 101 ESPN. So, Joey, how do you like the way this schedule shapes up with all the two-game series that the Blues are going to have? You know, I think it's great. I think it's obviously it's responsible. So I, I love the way the league has done it. Uh, for the Blues schedule, it looks like there's a lot of back-to-backs, and then they go and play another back-to-back on the road. I've seen a lot of those. So they're basically gone for four games. Now, you know, say two in Minnesota, two in Vegas at home. So I do like when you're on the road, they kind of stay on the road. There's not a lot of going back and forth. I think the, play, the players will find that favorable. And what I mean by that is, yes, they're still gone for seven, eight days at a time. But it's, it's, it's more about the routine and the rhythm. You know, it's really hard to be gone for nine days and then come home and then gone for two days and then go for five and then go for an overnight. The, those, it's the, the, the irregular, irregulatory kind of schedule that kind of throws families and players off a lot. But I like that, that this is, there is some consistency with it where you're gone for a week to play four games in a row, then you come home for two weeks. Then you're gone for a week, you're home for a week. So I think, I think players will find a good rhythm with that. I love the, that it'll be an intense, uh, intense atmosphere in some games where you're going to see some of these rivals really start to blossom. I'm really excited for the St. Louis Vegas series that's coming up. Aside from the Petrangelo, I just think there's a lot of great character, uh, good characteristics of both teams that they share in common. They want to play a bold, heavy game. So I like, I like that it's going to intensify some rivalries as well. And I like the fact that we're going to see a lot of backup goaltending along the way. And it's certainly going to be great to see Ryan O'Reilly lead the charge in what will be a very curious and peculiar season that, uh, that is ahead. I'm curious, Joey, are the broadcasters and the traveling party, is it limited or what do you guys know about where you can call games and how you're calling games? <laughs> Listen, Dan, my wife asked me that every 10 minutes. I have no idea. I wish I had more answers for you, but she's like, are you going to be traveling this year? She wants you, know, you to travel. As, as I am fixing all these kites outside freezing <laughs> and they're all yelling at mom. The only thing on her, on her mind is, are we going to be traveling this year? You know, I don't know. We don't have the answers yet. I have a, I have a setup call next, next week with Chris Kerber. We're going to kind of talk about it through all the broadcasters and the, and everyone alike to kind of figure out what's going to be the best option this year. And really it's going to come down to what the league decides to do. I don't think it's going to be a team to team basis. 
if it were up to me and Curbs, listen, we, we love our families. Family comes first, but at the same time, we love what we do. And, and it's, as you know, Dan, it's very hard uh, to do uh, as good of a job as possible without being on site. And we certainly made it work there in the bubble. But uh, but being around these players, you know, seeing them at coffee in the morning, you know, grabbing their breakfast with them a little bit here and there, even just a short conversation outside a bus after a morning skate, be amazed how much that helps as oh, far yeah. as bringing that color to the game, as you guys know. So without that, you know, we will miss a little bit, but tell you what, we're going to do the best we can. And uh, hopefully, hopefully if we don't start on the road as this thing evolves and hopefully people get more vaccinated and it gets more community hurting and all that kind of junk that I don't know about, then maybe we'll start being uh, filtered on the road maybe halfway through the season. That would be nice. Hey, Joey, one last thing before we let you go. And one thing about this schedule is it provides virtually no time for practice. We, we don't have that four or five days off in a row that teams generally have during the course of a season. What do you think of that? Will the, and how will the players react to virtually having no practice time? Well, the players are going to love it. It's going to drive the coaches crazy uh, because there's, of course, the coaches want to get dialed in. This is why the coaches love training camp because you get two to three weeks of completely dialed in. I was talking to Jim Montgomery both of our girls play on the same, or his son, my girl, plays on the Kirkwood team over here locally. We're watching their Kirkwood game the other day, and you know he was talking about this. He was talking about how in college, when he was the head coach at Denver, there's a lot of time for practice, right? So you could really kind of get the team dialed into the systems and the format and how the style you wanted them to play. He goes, the biggest difference when he turned pro or coach pro with the Dallas Stars was that it was not a lot of practice. So there's a lot more kind of great details of the game that were being missed throughout the process. So from a coach's standpoint, it, it takes a lot of patience to kind of look at the schedule and be like, geez, we really got to make sure we stay all dialed in. Now from the player standpoint, uh, players love it. Players actually don't like to practice players. Uh, not, I'm not going to say every player like Ryan O'Reilly. He's a player who loves to practice, but for the most part, players just want to play. They just want to play the game. That's why they love playoff hockey. You know, I asked Braden Shen this question back in 2019 when literally during that cup run, especially late, they were playing day off, playing day off, flight game, flight game, back and forth. And I asked him, like, every now and then do you miss kind of getting like, um, kind of getting your sniper, your gun kind of recalibrated, getting it all zoned in and practice, getting a routine of touch and puck. And he goes, no, I hate it. I just want to play. We just want to play. We just want to rest. We want to conserve every bit of energy for the ice and for the game. And to me, that schedule this year for a lot of teams, if not all teams, is pretty much just going to be that. So I think that the mature group, I think the team that can stick together, that have a lot of good veterans and good leadership. And then if you have all that, you'll be prepared for every single game. And guys, as we, as we will see very shortly, if you fall too far behind too early this season, you may not be able to catch back up. So the big start this year for the St. Louis Blues is going to be important. And I just love the fact that we have a schedule and we have some fans and players and everyone alike just excited for a season that will uh, will eventually be happening here soon. Looking forward to that. And I know that you and your family, like everybody else, looking forward to tonight and tomorrow. Merry Christmas to you and your family, and we will speak to you soon. Randy, Dan, thank you guys so much. Can't believe you're working on Christmas Eve. Two hardest working guys in the biz. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Joey. Boy, he's hit a couple of great points. And thank you, Joey. Merry Christmas. Number one, Godfather. And number two, Randy forcing us, Tanner, to come in and work on Christmas Eve. Forcing us. I'm a tough boss, man. I'm telling you. Wow. That Vitaly, he's got it going. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. 
TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.